for your glory that is upon this church and upon our lives. Just lift up your hands as we enter into a time of worship. We want to enter into the presence of the Lord. Say, Father, come and be with us. 
We want your presence among us, Lord. We don't want to leave the same. Thank you, Lord, for what you have done. Thank you for bringing us this far, Lord. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your glory. Just lift up your hands and just thank the Lord for a minute. The Lord has been merciful. He's been good. We enter into your presence, Lord, with everything that we are, everything that we have, Lord. We commit it all into your hands, Jesus. We give you everything that belongs to us, Lord. We surrender our lives and our hearts and our minds to you, Lord. We pray that your word will bring clarity. We pray that your word will bring instructions, Lord. We pray that your word will bring understanding, oh Lord. We pray that your word will bring comfort oh lord whatever we're going through we pray that your word will give us that solution we thank you jesus for your mighty hand upon our lives and upon this church lord may we not leave the same jesus we give you all the adoration we give you all the praise lord i entered the holy yes, lord. of holy the praise Jesus. I we give you all the adoration. The yes, Lord, we give everything that we are to you, Jesus. I yes, Lord, we have come to honor you, Jesus. We have come to worship your name and give you all the adoration, Lord. For there is none worthy, Jesus. There is none worthy, Jesus. There is none worthy, Jesus. I the holy of holies. I entered through the blood of the Lamb. I entered, I entered to worship you only. I entered, I entered to
thank you, Jesus. Your name is holy. We will worship you, Jesus. We will forever, forever sing your praise, Jesus. You alone, you alone. You are so precious. You are so beautiful in all your ways. We can never understand the things that you do. We can never understand how mysterious you are, Jesus. But we want to give you our adoration, Jesus. We love you, Lord. Help us to continue to love you. Help us to stay in your presence forever, Lord. Help us to be in your presence. Help us. Give us the grace to be consistent, Lord. Give us the grace, O oh Lord, to be persistent, O oh Lord. Give us the grace to fight through, O oh God, no matter the situation. Give us what it takes, O oh Lord, to be strong and steadfast in your word, O oh Lord. Give us what it takes, O oh Lord, to fight the good fight of faith, Lord. Give us what it takes, Jesus.
destiny, Lord, and we give you all the adoration, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Just lift up your hands if you truly believe that the Lord is the captain of your destiny. Yes, Lord. Yes, Jesus. champion of the host above and captain of, captain of my destiny in you alone in you alone I make my bow we sing
Hallelujah. You alone will reign alone as Lord. He is the captain of your destiny. If the Lord is the captain of your destiny, imagine the places that you can go. Imagine the things that you can do. Imagine the things that you can achieve. Hallelujah. We give you all the glory, Jesus. Amen. Please go around and welcome your brothers and sisters in the house of the Lord. Amen. In you alone, I Lord of hosts. Hallelujah. You're very welcome to our service this morning. Please take your seats in the presence of the Lord. It's time to take our evangelistic offering. Amen. And this offering helps with the crusades worldwide. Amen. We're taking our text from Deuteronomy chapter 16 and verse 17. The Bible says, Every man shall give as he is able, according to the blessing of the Lord. Amen. <laughs> according to the blessing of the Lord, of the Lord thy God, which he hath given thee. I'll read it one more time. Every man shall give as he is able, according to the blessing of the Lord thy God, which he hath given thee. Amen. So this morning, however the Lord has blessed you, you want to give accordingly. Amen. If you have life, it's a blessing of the Lord. If you are healthy, it's a blessing of the Lord. If you have a roof over your head, it's a blessing of the Lord. If you are married, it's a blessing of the Lord. If you have a job, it's a blessing of the Lord. Amen. So however the Lord has blessed you, you want to give accordingly and the Lord will bless us all. Amen. Let us pray. Father, oh, and ways to give, amen. You can give by text to give. You can give by PayPal or by Zelle, amen. And the Lord will bless you. Um, you can text give at 817-826-9772. You can give at Zelle, PayPal, at ChristReveal21 at gmail.com, amen. Or you can scan the barcode and it will take you to the page and you can give that way as well. You can also give physical cash, amen. We have a nice uh, gentleman here who are ready to take your physical cash if you have that too, and the Lord will bless you, amen. Let us pray. And I also want to encourage you, if you're here and you are not a partner, you want to be a partner by all means, amen. We are going to Rwanda, amen. And you want your name to be attached to Rwanda, hallelujah. You want to say that I helped uh, uh, Jesus Heals Miracle Campaign to get to Rwanda. Amen. Even if you are not going physically, you want your money to be a part of that trip. Amen. So by all means, be a, a partner and God will bless you. Give $100, $50, $200. If you want to become a, um, uh, a board member, $250. Amen. 500 
750 or 1,000 and become a board member. Amen. Many of us, you know, when you, when you, you look through your monthly spending, you realize that you spent a lot of money on useless things. Amen. But you can gather all those monies and use it towards the work of God and God will bless you. Amen. Father, we thank you this morning for our lives. We thank you for making it possible for us to gather once again in your presence. I pray that you bless these seeds that we are given. Pray that you use it to feather your kingdom in Jesus' name. Amen. You can receive the offering. You can give electronically if that's how you feel. Amen. And the Lord will bless you. Father, we just want to thank you for the opportunity today. We ask that, Lord, even as we give you multiplier giving so that souls may be won, that your spirit will go around the world and gather the people onto the churches, that your perfect will be done in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 So we're, we're ready for the verse of the week, which is taken from Isaiah 1, verse 19. Reverend is taking us through some powerful series of faith, the power of faith. So we want to read Isaiah 1, the verse is 19. Amen? Amen. So we have it. Uh, I'll say it as usual. I'll say it once. And then together we'll say it three times. So I'll, I'll, I'll start. Isaiah 119. If ye be willing and obedient, ye shall eat the good of the land. Isaiah 119. Amen. All right. So we can say it together the first time. Isaiah 119. If ye be willing and obedient, ye shall eat the good of the land. Isaiah 119. Amen. Amen. Clap your hands for yourselves. We've done very well. Powerful. We'll do the second one and the third one. So let's go. Isaiah 1 verse 19. If ye be willing and obedient, ye shall eat the good of the land. Isaiah 119. I'm sorry. Amen. We'll do it the last time. Okay. No, we are, we are doing very well. Isaiah. 119. If ye be willing and obedient, ye shall eat the good of the land. Isaiah 119. Amen. Amen. And then we have the, the Bible reading, and we'd like to invite our sister Joanna. Um, the Bible reading this morning is coming from Genesis 39, verses 2 through 6. And the Lord was with Joseph, and he was a prosperous man, and he was in the house of the master, the Egyptian. And his master saw that the Lord was with him, and that the Lord made all that he did 
to be prospered in his hand. And Joseph found grace in, the, in his sight, and he served him. And he made him overseer over his house. All that he had, all that he had, he put into his hand. And it came to pass at the time that he had made him overseer in his house and over all he had, that the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake. And the blessing of the Lord was upon all that he had in, the, in his house and in his field. And he left all that he had in Joseph's hands, and he knew not all, to, not all he had. He saved the bread which he had eaten, and Joseph was a, good, a godly person and, well, and well-favored. Amen. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Amen. Are we happy? Is there joy? Amen. We are at a very important time in our service where we hear the word of God. Ezekiel 2.2 2 says, and the spirit entered into me. And I believe that this morning the spirit of God is going to enter into us. Amen. As when he spake unto me and set me upon my feet, that I heard him that speak unto me. Hallelujah. I believe that the word that we're going to hear this week is going to set us on our feet. The word we're going to hear uh, um, this morning is going to take us where we need to be this week in the name of Jesus. Please stand to your feet. Let us welcome to this international podium our very own Reverend David Saki. Amen. Every praise is to our God. Every word of worship with one accord. Every praise, every praise is to our God. Every praise is to our God. Every word of worship with one accord. Every praise, every praise. It's to our God. Sing hallelujah to our God. Glory hallelujah. It's to our God. Come on, every praise. Every praise is to our God. God, my Savior. God, my healer. God, my deliverer. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. God, my Savior. God, my healer. God, my deliverer. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Every praise is to our God. Tell him. Every word of worship with one accord. Every praise, every praise is to our God. Sing hallelujah. Sing hallelujah to our God. Glory hallelujah is to our God. Every praise, every praise is to our God. To be 
a sanctuary, pure and holy, tried and true, with thanksgiving. Let's tell him, I'll be a living sanctuary. Is that what you want? Then tell him, Lord, prepare me. Lord, prepare me to be a sanctuary, pure and holy, tried and true. more time lord prepare me lord prepare me to be a sanctuary pure and holy tried and true with thanksgiving i'll be a sanctuary for you father god we bless you this morning and we say have your way in our midst oh god we pray that you would do a new thing in our lives lord we pray oh god that you would make us more and more like jesus we pray that your word which comes out of your mouth we know according to isaiah that it will not return unto you void but it will accomplish the thing you have sent it to do, and it will prosper in whatever it needs to do. We bless you, O God, as we hear your word in Jesus' name. Amen. We may take our seats in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We're going to continue with faith. I'm praying and trusting God that our faith is increasing, and we see the importance of faith. Amen. Faith is very important. Now, what are the key texts on faith? What, 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 what is the faith chapter? What are the what was the faith chapter in the Bible? What is the faith? What are the faith verses in the Bible? Hallelujah. What's the faith chapter in the Bible? Hebrews eleven. Amen. And then, what is what, what are some of the faith verses in the Bible? What is one key faith verse? Mark 11, 22 to 24. Mark 11, 22 to 24. What does it say? And Jesus answering saith unto them, Have faith in God. For verily I say unto you. Let's go back to verse 22 so we can all see it and remember it. We must memorize this verse. And Jesus answering saith unto them, Have faith in God. Verse 23, for verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, he was looking at the mountain, but also the mountains of circumstances in our lives. And there was actually a, a mountain. When you look at, when you go to Jerusalem, there are mountains all over. When I went, the mountains everywhere in Jerusalem. So for whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed 
and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he seeth shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he seeth. Then the next verse. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them, and ye shall have them. This is a very important verse to memorize. Memorize so that when it is needed, you know what to say. In the name of Jesus, your word says, O God, in Mark chapter 11, verse 23, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, in the name of Jesus, I speak to this mountain of whatever circumstances, whatever circumstances, and I command it to move in the name of Jesus. But if you don't remember it, it will be a bit difficult to say, God, your word says in, because God says, bring my word to my remembrance and prove me now. So you've got to do it that way. You have to say, God, your word says, and therefore I'm saying, and your word is true. So, Lord, do it for us. Amen? That's why we need the word so that we can do that. Amen? So, faith is very important. Hebrews 11, 1 to 6. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. We've said a lot about it, so we just continue to move on. For by it, the elders obtained a good report. God bless you here, and I want to say God bless you, those in Minneapolis. God bless you. You are welcome. God bless you, all the online viewers. Amen. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it, the elders obtained a good report. You would obtain a good report in heaven by faith. Through faith, we understand that the universe was framed by the word of God. So that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. The, word, the Bible could have said, through faith, we understand that the world, but it's world's universe. Hallelujah. Continue, verse 4. By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain. Hallelujah. By which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts, and by it he being dead, yet speaketh. By faith Enoch was translated that he should not see death. And was not found because God had translated him. For before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. Hallelujah. Then we started to go into then verse 6. But without faith it is impossible to please him. Hallelujah. It is not possible to please God without faith. Because the one who comes to God must believe that God exists. But that's not enough. Because even the devils believe that he exists. Because they, 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 they knew him. Hallelujah. They will shout, Jesus, we know who thou art. The Holy One of God. Leave us, don't torment us before our time. We know who you are. So, if it's just believing that there's God, it's not enough. Because the devils also believe and they shudder, they tremble. So believe that God is and that's where it comes in. And that he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Hallelujah. Then we began to also talk about James chapter 2. To talk about the fact that if you have true faith, it must be backed with corresponding action. So Hebrews chapter 2 from, from verse 14 Hallelujah. Let's look at Hebrews 2. Let's use NASB for this one. Because King James says, can faith save him? No, but it's, can that faith save him? Hallelujah. 
can that faith save him? Hallelujah. What use is it, brethren? If someone says he has faith, but has not, not works, or but he has no works, can that faith save him? Hallelujah. So we began to talk about the fact that God wants us to have true faith. Faith which is proved by action. Faith which is demonstrated by action. If you have faith, it will be proved. So God said through James, show me your faith without your works. And I will show you my faith by my works. Hallelujah. You and I must get to the point where we believe that God is supreme. You and I must get to the point, I'm, I'm sharing on Wednesday that we are, we are talking about what? Keys to prosperity, riches, millions. Hallelujah. And you can, you, you, you see, and not just millions, but key to prosperity. Prosperity is more than money. But when you have faith in God, you will have true riches. True riches is not just money. But when God blesses you, you add money to it. Why? Abraham was what? A very rich. Someone will say that's the Old Testament, but the New Testament is different. In the New Testament, you have to be pious. You have to... No, 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 no. The Bible talks about Joseph of Arimathea, who was one, the person who, uh, Jesus, whose tomb Jesus was buried in. And he was a rich man. How many are getting what I'm saying? And the Bible says that Jesus Christ was rich so that through his, sorry, Jesus Christ was rich but became poor so that through his poverty we will be rich. But all this, we need faith for that. We need faith and trust in God. That look, God said this and that settles it. But money is not riches. Because I always use the name because we all know Michael Jackson. All those things. He'd, if he had to choose to, if, if he had the chance to choose to be like any of us who don't have millions yet. And the money he had, he would choose us. If he had to choose the one in Africa in a village who did not have money and live, he would choose that because he couldn't even sleep without his money. I knew about true, I watched true Hollywood uh, uh, true Hollywood stories of true people who I looked up to when I was in the world. Their songs, singing, dancing with their songs. But I was shocked to find out that they were depressed. I watched how Versace was shot in front of his gate. Rich man. I mean, that thing, it always is in my, in my mind. He was driving home with this beautiful, expensive car. As he entered, the, before he entered the gate, bow, shot him, died. What was the point of the money? So money is not happiness. That's why Jesus said, Don't, no, 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 you've made a mistake. You are asking me to debate between, to solve the problem between you and your, your brother. No, 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 you've made the wrong mistake. It's a mistake. Beware of covetousness. A man's life does not consist of the abundance of the things that he possesses. The Bible also says that the blessings of the Lord, they make rich, and he added no sorrows to it. So as for money, that's not our problem, because even drug barons have money. There are many people in the world who have money. They didn't get that money from God. That's not what we are worried about. What we are worried about is the quality of life, what God will do in your life, and how God will set you and I securely on high. Look at Psalm 91 verse 14. You can put your hands together for the Lord. Psalm 91 verse, NASB, Psalm 91 verse 14. NASB. 
Because he has loved me, therefore I will deliver him. I will set him securely on high because he had known my name. Hallelujah. So I hope you guys are tuning in or coming for weekday service because we are talking, we've gone into detail about the world, people, how people enjoy, I mean, how people get money in the world and we compare it to how God does it. Because David also asked, why is it that the people in the world are getting money and we, um, I mean, we can't see that. Then he realized that I've been young and I've been old and I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging for bread. Hallelujah. So you can go through last uh, two weeks uh, 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 message Wednesday service when we talk about keys to prosperity. Hallelujah. But without faith, you can't get it. God's way. You can get it the world's way, no problem. That's if you will get it. Because the world's way, there are very few who have it in the world. As for work in those places, you can't consider that riches. Is that what you consider riches? That's not riches. I don't want that. Whether it's the, the, your boss, that, 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 they are, the money they are in is small. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's small. We are talking about true riches. Not only financial, but peace of mind, life, wholeness, completeness. But it comes by God, so we must choose. Just like Joshua said, choose you this day whom you will save. Of course, God is telling us, choose you this day whom you will save. But also, choose you this day how you want to make it. Do you want to make it God's way, where his blessings make rich and no sorrow is attached to it? Or you want to do it the world's way? I don't know why some of the people always spoke to me at work. Some of them would tell me, they have, they, they have, at least they had more money than I have had. Leaders, but they will tell me how they are suffering, how they are crying, how anxiety, there's so many complications. They were telling me complications, and some of them wish they were simple. Sometimes I was listening to some of the people at work, with my previous year, my, at work, talking about what gives them peace so that they don't go off. What, what keeps, gives them peace? And then they asked me. Some of them say garden. Some of them say there's so many things, which is good. When they ask me, of course, I can't lie. I'll say my, my faith, uh, you know, the word of God, my, my faith. But many people, they need something to calm them down or to give them sanity. The money is not enough. So we're not, money, don't, not, no one should think that money is riches. It comes with, the, the true riches comes with money. But money alone is not. Because money is just a means to an end, but not the end. I don't know whether you're hearing what I'm talking about. Someone can have a lot of money, but can't even buy or, or, or use the money or gain the, the, what they need to or be happy with it. That's what the Bible says. There's someone who God gives the ability to get money, but the power to eat it has not been given that person. And that is an evil disease under the sun. Because what's the point of acquiring a lot of money for someone else to spend it? No. I want to enjoy my money. The Bible says a, a, a righteous man will leave an inheritance for his children's children. But I didn't say that you will not enjoy it before leaving it. I don't believe in just acquiring money, give it to children, and then suffer. No, no, I will enjoy it. And then you can give it to them, whatever is left which would be a lot anyway. Amen. So faith. 
So you and I must understand, what are we looking for? Faith. Faith in God. Faith. Can I have an amen? Now, faith also makes us sacrifice to God. Amen? Faith makes us sacrifice to God. Hebrews 11.4. How many are looking for faith, true riches, that comes only from God? Amen? By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain. Oh, hallelujah. He offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain. So God is into sacrifice. Yes, think about it. God is into sacrifice. Amen? God is into sacrifice. Yeah. God wants us to sacrifice. God wants us to sacrifice our lives. God wants us to sacrifice everything we have. God will prefer that we behave like Abraham. Genesis 22, 10 to 14. The Bible says in Genesis 22, 10 to 14, And Abraham stretched forth his hand and took his knife to slay his son. And the angel of the Lord, or our Lord Jesus Christ, the angel of the Lord called. One day I'll preach and explain why the angel of the Lord is the Lord Jesus Christ. And the word angel doesn't mean, it just means messenger, angelos, messenger of the Lord. They didn't know how to put, they didn't know how to write about him. But every angel, when they meet a human being and the human being sees how big and bright they are, the human being will fall down. Daniel and the others will fall down to worship and they will say, get up, get up. I'm a fellow, you're a fellow servant like me. Get up. Don't, don't, worship, don't worship me. But the angel of the Lord required worship. It's like remove your shoes. You are on holy ground. He accepted worship. And there's, there's no one who accepts worship or who can be worshipped by God. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. How can, even angels, we will judge them. How can we worship someone, uh, beings that we will judge? Do you not know that we shall judge angels? I'm looking forward to judging them. Yeah, you did it this way. No, you judge angels. <laughs> so if we are judging angels, then, and they are bright, an angel can stand on the sun. So if I will judge an angel one day, then how, what can I stand on? How bright will I be? And you be. For us to judge. That means we'll be wilder than them. We'll be stronger than them. And the angel of the Lord called unto him out of heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, here am I. And he said, lay not thy hand upon the lad. Neither do thou anything unto him. For now I know that thou fearest God, seeing thou hast not withheld thy son. Even look at this verse here. And he said, lay not thy hand upon the lad, neither do thou anything unto him. For now I, the angel of the Lord is speaking, now I know that thou fearest God, seeing thou hast not withheld thy son, thine only son from me, angel of the Lord. Now, next verse. And Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, behind him a ram caught in a thicket by his horns. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered him up for a burnt offering in the stead of his son. Verse 14. 
And Abraham called the name of the, that place Jehovah Jireh, as it is said to this day, in the mount of the Lord it shall be seen. So when you see an angel of the Lord, it's a Christophany, the pre-incarnate appearance of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And then we have what? A theophany, which is Jacob wrestling with God. Hallelujah. So you will see that Abraham sacrificed. Abraham what? Sacrificed. Now look at Genesis 4, 1 to 8. And Adam knew his wife. And she conceived and bare Cain and said, I have gotten a man from the Lord. I don't know. You see, people don't read the Bible and they form doctrines. How many have heard people say that Cain was, um, a mate, um, Cain was an offspring from the mating of Eve and Satan or the serpent? Come on. It's written here. And Adam knew his wife. And she conceived and bare Cain and said, I have gotten a man from the Lord, not from the devil. People just need to read the Bible. Next verse. And she, be, and she again bare his brother Abel, and Abel was a keeper of sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. And in process of time, and in process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought of the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord. And Abel, he also brought of the firstlings, first fruits, the firstlings of his flock, and of the fat thereof, and the Lord had respect unto Abel and to his offering. But unto Cain and to his offering he had not respect. And Cain was very wrath and his countenance fell. Now initially I used to think it's because Cain offered salad to God. And Abel offered blood. But yeah, it's a good point. But Hebrews 11 explains it. Verse 4 explains that it was not because of salad and blood, but it was because one offered in faith and the other did not. What do you think? Hebrews 11.4. Praise God. Where is Hebrews 11.4? By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain. Hallelujah. So what do we learn from these important things. Number one, God doesn't like second things. He likes first. God likes first. Genesis 4, 4, Abel gave the firstlings of the flock. God wants to be first in our lives. He doesn't want to be second. Now, many of us Christians in general, if you ask the Christian in the world, the whole world, how many of us have put God in first place about 90% to lift their hands up. <laughs> I remember there was a time I preached on love in church, Minneapolis, when the church was new. I thought the church would finish. I preached on love. How many of us who walk in love 100% lifted their hands? Then there was some confusion and there was a fist, almost a fist fight in the church when the hotel. So imagine the hotel, the people in the hotel, the, 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 the front desk people and the workers looking at the church. Fist fight. People are holding each other, insults. Their wives are insulting each other. Wow. But it wasn't, the, 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 what happened was more of an example of all everyone there. 
It wasn't just that. They were just used to show us what Christians can do when they are upset. It, so, so they were not, the, they were just the example. But it affected everyone. It was, that, that was us as Christians. Because if something happened or someone said something that affected another person or one of us, who knows how we would have reacted. Those at that service, maybe it, it could have been a different uh, 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 family or different families who would have reacted that way. Look, it was almost a fist fight. So when I ask you, how many of us have, will put God first? I, I, I usually don't. I take my time to think before I lift my hands. Because what does it mean to put God first? But when you have faith, you will know that God wants to be first. God does not want to be second. He doesn't want second place. He wants first place. He wants to be number one in our lives. Meaning that these are the rules. God. Now, that word God doesn't mean any mystical thing. God. What does it mean, God? So it means that this, this book, anything that this book says must rank. Anything that is fighting against this. So if God says in Matthew 6.33, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you, all the things you are looking for. It means God wants us to first of all seek God and his kingdom. Seek his kingdom first. Seek his kingdom proton before anything. It means that God must be first before our desire for money. I, 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 I know what God will do with me and in my life in terms of riches and all that stuff. But I must be able to say, God, I submit it to you and it is nothing. It was high ranking in my life. Now it is far below because you are first. When God asked Solomon, Solomon, what do you want from me? Solomon said, I want wisdom and understanding to go in and out from amongst your people and to judge this great, great nation for I'm a youth. Then God said, because you did not ask for riches, because, and because you did not ask for long life or the life of your enemies, and you asked for something concerning making me first, I will make you the richest man. I will give you wisdom. I will do this. I will do that. Because God always wants to prove that he is first in our lives before he acts. With Abraham, you love your son. You were looking for a the son of promise for a long time and I've given you the son. And I can see how you are playing with your son. I can see how you love your son so much. Now, give up your son. Make me first in your life. Give up your son. Abraham said, how? That's not possible. God, once he speaks, it's true. But God said that my son is going to have descendants and the Messiah or Christ will come through my son. How can God tell me to kill my, kill my son? I know that God cannot lie. And God said he will do it. 
and God is telling me to kill him, it means that God will raise him from the dead. I'll do it. So Abraham was willing to show God that God, you are number one. In, you, are, you are higher ranking to me than my son. You are higher ranking. You and I must show God. God, you know, God, the God in the Bible, he will always want to prove. He will always want to find out. He will always want to show. He will always want to know that you have made him or we have made him number one in his, our lives. Always. There is, it is not possible that the God of this Bible will not be interested in finding out whether he's number one in your life and in my life. No way. Not the God in the Bible, maybe some other entity. But the Bible God, he would always, every Christian, he will always, that's why Abraham, give me your son. He doesn't, it doesn't mean you have to give up everything. He will want to know that you can. And then after Abraham did it, then he said, now I know that you fear God. You have not withheld your son from me. Now. I will bless you. Then the blessings started to flow. So the blessings he promised Abraham became a reality that day. I don't know I'm preaching to somebody here. So I want to encourage you to make God one. One over your, your ambitions. I have a lot of ambitions. Even as an unbeliever. And became even wilder as an, a Christian. But my ambitions must be put down under God. And God put me to the test to find out whether I'm, what am I willing to give up. He even, he even asked, do, are you willing to be poor? Oh, I've gone through all those tests. Are you willing to be a poor man? It was not a small thing. I didn't like that test at all. But I said, yes, I'm going to give up and prove it. Then, another time, my salary. Okay, let's see what you are willing to do. Are you willing to cut your salary in half? Just to show me. I said, yes. I, I, I said, I started looking for jobs that were half my salary. Are you willing to give up this? I, there, so many wild things. Even how I even moved to Texas. I moved to Texas with no job. Because God was testing so I had to do Uber and DoorDash and all those things because God said, go to, I left my job. They were beg they didn't want me to go. I left it because I said, God said, you must come to Texas, this, that, 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 that. Before then, three years, I'm applying for work in Texas, three years. Not as nothing. And I'm going to the place where three years, nothing. And I resign. And I move to Texas. But before then, I have to door, door dash so that I can sustain myself. It's like I'm a fool. But I did it. As soon as I got to Texas, two, three months, then the job started to flow. Like, it's like you're watching a magic movie. The job started to flow. And, and, and then I started to get, then I got a job. Then you see, I, I gave, God gave me some criteria. This, 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 this. Then I got a job that was going to give me 40,000 more than what I was earning before. But I turned it down for a lower one. So that I can be aligned with what we discussed. Until God gave me four times my other salary. 
four times times four. <laughs> you see, when God, you see, God, God just needs to see that, yes, this person is serious. Then when I got the times four, then God said, okay, let's see. Let's see how much you can give. Let's see what you are willing to give. Because if you are faithful in little, you'll be faithful in much. And I want a lot. And I want it from you. Let's see how much you're willing to give. I can't disclose it. But what I'm able to give from this four times, you, 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 uh, you'll be shocked what I have given. But it is, it's, for, it's, 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 it's an all test. Once you've given it, the expectation is that it's going to be 10 times. Then it's going to keep going up. That is it. Because first, I gave, you see, I gave those times four. When I say times four, it's four point something. Of the, the, of the, 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 the the, the one, the, what I was earning before. The, I'm not talking about the half of what I was earning before I moved. Not times four and uh, uh, divided by. Not point four. So I'm, I'm explaining that God, all he's looking for is, can, is this person trusting me enough? Am I number one in his life or her life? If I am, let me prove myself to him. Let me, let me, let me lavish on him. And now... Another test has come. So the whole thing is. <laughs> Another thing has come. So I've had, I'm now aligning into. It's very complex. <laughs> but I'm trusting God that it will be times 10. Next time I'm sharing. Yeah. Because when I tell you what I'm about. When I tell you the next thing. You think I'm stupid. If I tell you now what's the next thing. You think I'm stupid. But I'm working in faith. I said what? I'm walking in faith. Because the faith is what moves God. David said, I have, I have been young and I've been old. And I have not seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed be begging for bread. You and I, God wants it. He's interested. He, he is jealous and wants to make sure he's number one. I remember, because, because sometimes... You are jealous. You want to see how people relate with, I mean, oh, how am I even saying? Let me use God. God wants to see. He's jealous. He wants to see what you is competing with him. The Bible says, God said, I'm a jealous God and my name is jealous. He's jealous. <laughs> Meaning, he wants to be so high in our lives that anything that is a potential to take his place. And, 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 and God is not interested in words. Action. That's for words. No. If you are just looking for words, I don't have to do all these things, this stressful, all these things. <laughs> Hallelujah. He's looking for action. Action. What did I say? Action. God is looking for action. Amen. Action. Are we ready? He's looking for proof. What is the proof that I'm number one? What's the proof? Is it because, oh, how many think God is number one? You see, we, we, 
I've not been asking, but in the past, I used to ask that a lot. And whew. So after point, when I ask a question, they take their time before they shoot their hands up because the Christian... So there were times that I'll say, how many want to not do well? Then people will raise their hands before they understood. (laughs) Hallelujah. That's God. Amen. Number two, the two things. Leviticus 17.11. That's what God did. He's itching. It's like he's itching to bless us and to prove himself. He's, it's like he can't wait. Oh, my goodness. I can't wait. Oh, these people. There are even scriptures in the Old Testament. God says that, oh, my people, if only you would allow me. If only you would do what I'm saying. Oh, I want to bless you. But he will not go against his word for you and I. He won't. He won't. Leviticus 17, 11. For the life of the flesh is in the blood. And I have given it to you upon the altar to make an atonement for your souls. For it is the blood that maketh atonement for the souls. But the first part is what we are talking about. For the life of the flesh is in the blood. Look at this in uh, NLT. For the life of any creature is in its blood. So God is interested in my blood and your blood. Look, I said God is deeply interested in my blood and your blood. Blood. But we're not talking about cut yourself and blood. We are talking about the blood of our lives. God is interested in our lives. He's interested in you as a person. You. The life of the, the creature is in his blood. And God is interested in blood. But the blood of my life. Meaning that not that I have to cut myself or bleed. It means that God wants my life. God wants me. He wants me more than my money. He wants me. He wants me. He wants you. But I'm not a pastor. I leave those things for the pastors. No, he wants you. I said, he wants me. Are we willing to say, Lord, take my life and let it be? What are we willing to do? Are we willing to say, yes, Lord? Every sacrifice we give to God must contain the blood of our lives. Isn't that why God sent his son? What are we willing to do? Are we willing to? You see, and I'm not saying that, who? After the message, boom, everybody, the blood of our lives, who? Easy. No, no, no. But you pray about it. You think about it. God just needs to know that this is what you want. And he needs to know that once he knows that this is what you want, you leave the rest to him as you keep praying. None of us can do it by ourselves. Our natural inclination is to be. Even now, all of us as Christians, it's like, please, stop. take it easy. Take it easy. That's why we, we, he just needs to know that we want it. And he needs to know that we want it so bad that we are praying about it. God, help me. God, help me. I pray, that's, and what, that is what the Holy Spirit is here for, to help us. The Holy Spirit is our helper 
our advocate, our counselor, our comforter. He is here to help us to do these things. In Jesus' name. Amen. That's why the Bible says in Romans 12:1, I beseech you, look at it in Amplified. This is faith. When you read Hebrews 11, this is part of faith. Hebrews 11. Oh, sorry. Um, uh, Romans 12.1. Thank you. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies, dedicating all of yourselves set apart as a living sacrifice, holy and well-pleasing to God, which is your rational, intelligent act of worship. Meaning that it is reasonable and intelligent and rational to say that I believe that there is a God. I believe it with all my heart. I believe that he sent his son who is God to die for me. If he was able to do this, then giving my life to him is not a big deal. It is reasonable. It's acceptable. It is what I should do because he rescued me from hell. That's what he's saying. Then what will happen as a result? Continue verse 2. And be not conformed, verse 2, please. Because it's not King James. And do not be conformed to this world any longer with its superficial values and customs. This world has a lot of superficial values and customs. People are, the devil is able to control people through social media. If the devil wants you to think in a certain way, you just use social media. Yeah, okay. Easy. Of course, God also is using social media. But I'm saying that as for the devil, social media is just, yeah. But be transformed and progressively changed as you mature spiritually by the renewing of your mind, focusing on godly values and ethical attitudes so that you may prove for yourselves. This is it. Prove for yourselves what the will of God is that which is good and acceptable and perfect in his plan and purpose for you. Yes. Meaning that his will, your life will be proof that God's will is good, that God's will is acceptable, that God's will is perfect. Our lives will be proof. So we will be happy that God's will is done for in our lives. And those around us will see us and use us as an example of how good God's will is. I thought you put your hands together for Jesus. That's what God is looking for. Habakkuk 2.4 and Hebrews 10.38. Habakkuk 2.4 and Hebrews 10.38. I'll stop here and then we'll continue again. But please, King James. Habakkuk 2.4 and Hebrews 10.38. Behold, his soul which is lifted up is not upright in him, but the just shall live by his pastor's faith. But the just shall live by his faith or her faith. The just shall live by his faith. Then Hebrews 10, 13, Now the just shall live by faith. But if any man draw back from faith, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. So those who are drawing back from faith are not pleasing God. Are not pleasing God. 
I want to please him because God is the one who can say, this person was supposed to live 50 years, but I'm extending to 70 years. He's the one who can do it. This person is supposed to die at age 70. I'm extending to 90. No one can do, no one can do it by God. This person <clears throat> is supposed to be bedridden at age 60. But by the grace of God, or well, not by, by my grace, he's going to live and at age 90, he's going to walk and be free. He is the one. So if he is the one, then I must please him. Because he is the one whose, uh, 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 whose, who, who, whose thoughts matter. He is the one whose ideas matter. Amen? Because he is the one who can change my life, who can put a hedge of not just protection like he has for the Christian, but put a hedge over my peace, a hedge over my joy, a hedge over everything. And you can keep, he's the one who decides that I'll give David rest or whoever rests from every side, on every side. I'll give him rest. No, no, no fight. Peace. Rest. He's the one. So therefore, I should try not to be displeasing to him. Because if I'm displeasing to him, it's not as if he's going to kill me, but he can just be aloof. But I don't want him to be aloof. I want him to be. I want to throw myself at his mercy. You and I must desire, look, let's throw ourselves at his mercy. But as we please him, then we are confident that he's going to bless us. He's going to give us a good quality of life. He is going to make us great. He's going to make us favored. He's going to give us peace. He's going to give us Zoe. He's going to give us the abundant life. He's going to give us prosperity. He's going to give us riches. He's going to give us long life. In our right hand or in God's right hand is long life. In his left hand are riches and honor. The Bible says in wisdom's right hand is long life. Length of days. And length of days is different from long life. Length of days is length of prominence. Glory, 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 glory. Length of prominence. L extension of prominence. Extension of favor. Extension of being a blessing. He will give us a length of days. Length of days and then riches and honor. The Bible says that, and David died in a good old age, full of days, riches and honor. And Solomon, his son, reigned in his stead. So, full of long life and full of days. First Chronicles 29, 28. And he died in a good old age. So, it means that the age was satisfied. Full of days, different. Riches and honor. And Solomon, his son, reigned after him. And that is similar to the righteous person lives an inheritance. So, when I'm talking to these people... I tell them that, look, be careful and help and think through about what we are doing because it is going to be for you. If you don't have faith, you won't be talking like that. I pray that we have faith. Hey, I say, I pray that we have faith. Those who don't have children yet, you are talking that, look, I'm, I'm organizing myself to fulfill that scripture. I said, I'm organizing myself to fulfill that scripture. I'm not a word, just at a time. We'll continue, God willing. Shall we stand to our feet? Those in Minneapolis, did you receive the word? Hallelujah.
Let's speak to the Lord. Let's bless his name. Just speak to him for a minute or two. Let's ask him to increase our faith. Let's ask God to increase our faith. Lord, increase my faith. Lord, increase my faith. Give me the grace to sacrifice for you. Give me the grace to live for you. Give me the grace to prove my faith in you. Give me the grace to prove that indeed you are number one. <clears throat> you are number one over every aspect of my life. You are number one. You are number one. Oh Lord. Whilst we are praying, if you are here or you are watching, and you know in your heart that you are far away from God, if you know in your heart that you do not have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, but you want to say, Pastor, please pray with me. I need Jesus. I want my sins forgiven. I want to be washed with the blood of Jesus. If you are here like that, you are watching, I want you to just raise your hands. Raise your hands. Raise your hands also whilst you, you're there. Just raise your hands. Jesus will save you. Jesus will save you. Now let's all repeat after me. Heavenly Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus Christ. I confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. I believe that he died on the cross for my sins. I believe that his blood was shed for my sins. I believe that God raised him from the dead. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart. Please come into my life. Forgive me for all my sins. Cleanse me from all unrighteousness. From today, I belong to Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving me. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Father God, we thank you for those who have given their lives to you. We pray, oh God, that you keep them and you preserve them. In Jesus' name, amen. You may take our seats. God bless you. God bless you. Hallelujah. How many are blessed? It's offering time and tithing time. I want to encourage us to be 100% tithing. Hallelujah. It's good to tithe. When you tithe, God promises to bless what we have, to keep what we have. I mean, all these things I'm saying, if I wasn't tithing, it would not even be a reality. It would not even count. How many I get what I'm saying? It would not count at all. Hallelujah. At least for me, because 
I'm holding on to all the blessings of God and the promises of God. So I want to encourage you to tithe. Amen? And God will bless you. So if you have your tithe, which is 10% of your increase, your offering, hallelujah. I mean, I tithe, if I get a gift, I tithe. Anything, even gifts. If my mother gives me a gift, I tithe. I tithe everything. Yeah. Why not? It's going to God. It's not going to waste. It's, if, if it was going to, it could have been going to waste. Hallelujah. I mean, think about it. But it's because I believe. You better be doing the same. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Father God, bless our tithe and our offering in Jesus' name. Amen. And they will come back to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over in care. And they will come back to you. When you give, you give to the Lord. Come on and give, give. And they will come back to you. Good measure, pressed down. Father God, bless our tithe and offering in Jesus' name. Amen. When you give, you give to the Lord. One thing I want to encourage us to do is, those who are, don't have kids yet, also take notes, but those who have kids, encourage them to tithe. As he's holding the phone, I'm expecting that he's feeling his tithe. Yeah. You, you, you can at least your children. Hallelujah. And that's what they learn in the Jewish, yeah, they are the richest in the world, and they teach them all these things, hallelujah, to, to give and to tithe. Amen. Now, before we continue, we're going to, uh, you want, I want to say God bless you. We can, God bless you, those online, I want to say God bless you and keep you. May he cause his face to shine upon you, all of us. May he lift up his countenance upon you, and may he give you peace. May he be gracious unto you all. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you. You can finish the live.